0: We'll just start. So this is the definition. Obsession. The domination of one's thoughts or feelings by a persistent image. What would be the persistent image? No, the persistent image is... Well, this is... I'm just going to throw it in here. This is my idea of it. The persistent image is you as a body. Yeah? so when your thought when the thought system thinks about you it's not it's not just a thought it provokes an image yeah mm-hmm. that that persistent image is you as a body mm-hmm. so the obsession the domination of one's thoughts I would say and feelings by a persistent image. All right, so let's say, how it, what's the domination of one thoughts and feelings by a persistent image? So that would be the sense of being the thinker and the feeler, right? So now the persistent image is, is the images that you're the thinker of all the thoughts and you're the feeler of all the feelings. You don't see it. It's beautiful, no way. So the one obsession that's never even categorized as an obsession Because it's moved past the point of obsession, it's now identification as that which we're obsessed over. So now we don't. now that, this persistent image of me as a body, now has obsessions. Like I have the obsession, the addiction to alcohol and drugs, I've had a lot of obsessions, coming and going, women, surfing surfing, women, women surfing, you know, forget the women, just the surfing, <laughs> less drama, <laughs> more physical injuries, though. <laughs> but when I weigh the scale, I'll take the physical Im- <laughs> injuries and the drama. i am head a little bit with that. <laughs> so, so, this... And, you know, it's fun to explore this because you can't really share about what we are. It's impossible. It's, it's pointless anyway. And if there is this idea that we've been talking about for the last few months that there's, a, there's this persistent image, yeah, it could be construed as this thing. I'll read it here. Where this old this the master Ramana Maharshi, one of his devotees, wrote this, and he says, simply stated, the problem is that there is a perception that there is an individual self. Well, come on in. How hey, how are you? Let's go, okay. going over some notes. Yes. Oh. yes. You all right? You all settled in there? You need any knives uh, no. or forks? Right. <laughs> uh, you okay? All right. The drinks will be coming later. Right, to be so, so it says here. All right, I better take a step back. Very important people just leaving. <laughs> Let me go over this question. This idea. So, there's a word obsession, yeah? So, we have heard that word, obsession. So, some people there's even perfumes called obsession. It's not <laughs> like that, isn't it? What obsession, I'm whatever. <laughs> that would be the scent of self. That's so <laughs> you put the perfume on yourself and you're obsessed with self. That's all. Forget about the men and women. So, obsession, this is an old English dictionary definition of it. I did this years ago when I was doing these workshops in recovery. Because a lot of times when we hear a word, we don't really know what it, is, what it actually means or how it's defined. Yeah? We hear the <laughs> word and it's be turned into a different type of word just by our constant use of it. But in this definition, it says, the domination of one's thoughts or feelings by a persistent image. Obsession. The obsession is the domination of one thoughts or feelings, of one's, and there's a question right there, of one's thoughts or feelings by a persistent image. I would say it's a domination of thoughts or feelings by a persistent persistent image, and after that is when that's working, the persistent image thinks it's the one who has the thoughts and feelings, basically. <laughs> okay. So something is producing a sense of self. It doesn't arise. On its own, because we did it when we were supposedly kids, babies, there was no sense of self for quite a while. It had to get developed. So it's not like, like odor, or it's not like a natural thing that exudes out of the body. It's a mental idea. The mental state came up with an idea that you're a someone and tagged, up, tagged the body as it, you know, like, you're it. <laughs> and then his body now became the center of the universe, and everything was happening to this, and everything was happening from this. That's not like when you... when We had little babies here, and everyone's... Usually most people are very attracted to them, because there's no... They're, they're not encumbered by any sense of self. They're just... They don't even... And then someone, a woman will come in here with $30,000 of mental, physical, fashion, bodily work, and no attention to her, just to the baby. Because that's what's really, really attractive, is that sense of, of freedom from that bondage of being a freaking someone, in a way. So this obsession that now claims to have all the other obsessions that someone comes up against in life, to me, is this idea, this persistent image of you as a body. When you, if you were walking down the streets, let's say Clement Street, San Francisco, and there was a sense that you're the spirit, and you were like gazing in as the spirit, on the spirit, you know, just walking like this, but watch those people when they're walking down. All they're doing a lot of time is looking in the windows of the buildings to get a reflection of themselves, their body. Aren't they? They're walking around like they're coming to see you. They don't know you're seeing them. And they usually stop at a window and they get a good uh, they get a good look at themselves. Okay, I'm passable, you know. This guy may like me, may approve, you know what I mean? I look like, you know, choice okay, go in. But it, that that reflection is see and they're not watching most other people's reflections you know what I mean and they don't even have an opinion when other people do it but they we're doing it all day walking, walking, walking home <laughs> see the reference that we're mostly engaged as and with is us as a body and this one, in, These these dudes recognized that a long, long time ago they would say, hey, simply stated, the problem is that there is a perception that there is an individual self, and how does that perception get reinforced? The body identification. You couldn't have come up with any idea of being individual self without the body. Yeah, because the sameness of seeing is everyone here is seeing the eyes, everyone here is like a camera location basically, like a tripod well we, it's a du-pod whatever, two legs and we're located in some, some situation tripod. seemingly a bipod, a, a <laughs> bipod. A, we're, we're attached to a bipod and then the same seeing is looking out of all our, our locations yet because each lens let's say has a subjective tint you know, that you see things a little differently than this camera sees things, then the experiences from that camera's point of view are different seemingly than the other experiences, or at least the take on it, yeah, the interpretation of the same event is given zillions of different ways of looking, from the camera locations, but if you broke it down to what is actually going on all there is is seeing. Yeah. And the same thing when we're in a room. All we're seeing is you. A you. Body, 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 body. And then you're seeing this. I, though I beg to differ, this is me. Your experience is that. This is a you. <laughs> That's as simple as that. You will never see me as a me. There's only been one you that's been crowned me where you're sitting and it's you. <laughs> and the same thing, this you suddenly got called up to the front of the stage. Oh yes, you've, been, you've won. You've won. This you called Paul Hederman. You're me now. Put the crown on. Oh yes, everything will become so special now that it's me. You're not a you, you're a special you. You're me. It's distinct from all other yous. No connection whatsoever, unless they have something you want. No, no. <laughs> but if you go back to the base event, there's just seeing, isn't it? And how much effort did you do? All right, I got, well, I'm going over, we're leaving Berkeley or El Cerrito, and we're coming over. All right, I got my lunch, I got my sandwich, I got money for a latte. I gotta hold up on my seeing, you know. Gotta get my seeing ready because I'm leaving El Cerrito, which is sort of I see it all day, so I'm sort of used to it. I'm gonna go to Marin seeing, all right? Do you oh, seeing, Let me see, 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 see. I gotta get it good. This is gonna be a big meeting. I'm gonna do. See, see, see. Uh, there'll be other seers there, and I got my seeing's got to be really clear. No, there's absolutely no thought of effort, is there? Your eyelid opens up, ding, you're again. it. Did it take, isn't there, isn't there, is there a point where you can sort of say no to the, the invitation? <laughs> Alright. Give me two seconds of a pause before I agree with it. You. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I just want to stay here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> do you have to go to a, a, like a workshop to see? Does it take, do you exercise it? Really, do you do you exercise hearing now the hear- the experience of hearing may be damaged not by the what 's hearing but by what it's hearing through the ear canal could can be screwed the eye could have a cataract, but that's not what's seeing what's seeing is moving through these sense gates, but it's not defined by the sense gate yeah so if the gate the gate is smaller than it used to be doesn't mean the sea has gotten smaller yeah it just means just like water goes through however it can get through to go down the same thing if there's just a little bit then that's all that's all that's going to happen but what seeing is vast and unlimited yeah and so there's really no further effort to be awake because you already are yeah And how, there's a great old Zen saying called Faith Mind that says, it warns us once again, you can't use still activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. Yeah. So if you look at your inherent state, its activity of being awake, is there any thought or effort in it? Then why do we believe we're going to use thought and effort to arrive there? when it has nothing to do with its nature. There's no thought or effort in the nature of awakeness. None whatsoever. Why is it construed that we'll have to do a lot of shit and get to a lot of places to finally arrive at what we're always obviously being demonstrated as this? It's this idea of simply stating the problem is that there is a perception, that there is an individual self which wants to extinguish itself every time I shot dope that's what I wanted to do I thought I could get freedom from self by shooting coke for ten freaking straight days and I thought if I t- twisted my mind taut enough it would snap and I'd be free from the fucking thing well I'm here to tell you it doesn't work <laughs> And I would, I would put my devotion to drug addiction up with any spiritual devotee in the history of spirituality. Hanuman, I was right there. I was totally devoted to getting loaded. Totally. Surrendered it. I loved it. I'd do anything for it. I'd give everything I had to it. I'd give everything I could get from you to give to it. And, I was, and it wasn't like, oh, I went on a weekend retreat. It was like eight, nine years fucking living in that situation. <laughs> you can't transcend an imaginary place. You can't get out of what you're not in. You cannot get out of what you're not in. It's impossible. Why do you believe all the, all the wanting to get out has failed? Because there's been a mistake. You believe you're in somewhere that demands to get out of but the re- part of being in it is following that dictate of trying to get out of it. That's being in it. Because it's not real. It only seems to be real to you. Have you ever noticed how lonely it is sometimes with communication because you're in a fucking hell a mental, emotional hell realm and you go to the one person you think understands you and you're sitting right next to them or laying down next to them and you just want them to understand and they can't get it, really. They can't get it because the flames aren't hot where they are. They're not seeing what you're seeing because you're not seeing it. It's happening in the head in your own little porno theater. <laughs> We try to we try to say, oh I understand, but we don't. All we can refer to there what they're sharing is memories that have been downloaded in us. Like they say, anytime you remember something, all you remember is a memory of it. You can't even get back to any event because there's no event that ever happened. Literally. Why isn't there, why cannot, we, why, if we actually were somewhere, why can't we go back there? At least in mine. When they're saying you can't, all you go back to is a memory of it. All you're having is memories of a memory.
1: What? Yes.
0: That doesn't disturb something in you. It flips me out. It does. I get curious. I go, What? I'm looking around here totally oblivious to what's actually going on. Yes. So, here it goes. So, wants to extinguish itself so that the state of realization will be revealed. That's what drug addiction is, basically, to me. But anything which this individual self, this is what I was missing out (laughs) When I was doing all the spiritual stuff, everything I was missing this one little nugget. <laughs> I had never heard this and had no understanding of it. But but anything which this individual self, which is non-existent, tries to do to eliminate itself, merely prolongs its own existence. What? Yeah so I can't meditate myself out of being the meditator I, obviously not if you, if you have these big pictures of Ramana Maharshi maybe you should listen to what he says <laughs> seriously I mean if that's your lineage maybe you should find what the lineage holder was saying at times it says this is a dilemma we run into it's the presupposing that there's a non-existent thing that wants to get relief from the non-existent thing. A presupposing. In other words, when the mental state thinks of you, it presupposes you. You become historical. It's a story. It's a you story. Is there any relief for you? No. Is there relief from you? Yes. So obsession. I would say the obsession is, in a sense, very, very, very potent that it's turned into an identification. As but the domination of thoughts and feelings by a persistent image. Now, how? What would be the greatest, greatest domination by a persistent image of all the thoughts and all the feelings? Being the one who's having all the thoughts and all the feelings, or being the one that all the feelings are about and all the thoughts are about. There you go. And why do we want to talk about this? Because if we don't see the, the heist, we'll be moving from after the heist. So instead of getting relief from that, we'll be trying to get relief as that as that imaginary idea. Now I don't know if it sits you, but when I heard this, it it resonated because it it was like a tremor went through tons of tons of activities, memories I had of activities, that's this basic little miscalculation was the biggest influence of everything I had ever done. Seeing that all the activity that was driven by that to get out of that, which is the way I'm really being in it, got dismissed once I saw I wasn't that. Yeah. I love people, but I didn't think I missed anything if I didn't see them when they showed up here, teachers, you yeah? <laughs> know? I realized I'm exactly the same when I, before I came in here, while I'm here, and when I leave here. And that's the case with every year that I ever entered and left. Every year. Be it in the Himalayas, be it in Thailand, be it in Marin City, be it in San Francisco at the police station, same, same. That which I am has never been moved or undulated or diminished or expanded at all. It's just, without any thought or effort, it just is. Now, why would I be insane enough to think I'm going to arrive there or get there or saddle up next to it through thought and effort when it doesn't exhibit any thought or effort whatsoever? It's almost like the antithesis of thought or effort. I mean, it would be great if the seeing was under our control, because then we would be at a scene class from 10 to 11, and by, because we were there and we, the teacher said we're doing pretty good, maybe we give ourselves a little break to have a nice Saturday. Yeah? But we don't have that. That's not true. I can't, I can't better the scene. <laughs> it's impossible. Maybe I, what I can do is sort of tell the truth about a block that I never knew was a block because I was calling it me. Yeah, Maybe. If I look at that, and look no more after that, just see what I'm not, maybe that's all that's needed to really, really know, or not know, but find out that I'm the seeing. Not the seer, not the chosen seer, not the, pre you know, almost at the perfection point of seeing, if I do a little more work, no. That I am seeing, that's all. Seeing, seeing, seeing. Not seeing just mean visual. I mean, seeing. You know, <laughs> boom. You know, <laughs> seeing. Now I have. A, I do a lot of effort and thought. Not thought, but effort to get my body better for sure. Because this then it's applicable, maybe, for the body. But it's not applicable for what your inherent nature is. It just doesn't work, I don't believe. Maybe it has for you. It never had, never did for me. It was very difficult to try to take what I am, objectify it, and then try to acquire it. You know what I mean? Like... Deny what I am, and then look for it as something I want to get or become, and then try to get it and become, and try to have it graft on to what I'm not, with the hopes that it will stick, so I can I feel better. i would be a spiritual self, like in every other type of self. In the fucking last house on the block, I'll fucking care. I'll try to become spiritual. So. And instead of you know living for the shot I was living, oh you have a loving gaze. Ah yes. I fucking fucking acquired the loving gaze. This is I mean, this is not an experience. That's that's the see, when there's a sense it's not about an experience, you're gonna go through fucking withdrawals about being an experiencer. I'm telling you, it's a huge addiction here. Huge addiction. We've now made spirituality a spectacle. We have the charismatic person, and we're expecting fireworks all the fucking time. Yeah, it's just like it's just like a an amu- like a part. It's like the House of Horrors that would be in an amusement park. Now we have spirituality. It's got to be a big bang. You know what I mean? Big whack, extreme turbocharged Buddhism. Get on your bikes and. New product, you know, uh, we're going you know, to both an experience, man. And by the experience, we'll be able to gauge where we're at. If I have a big enough experience, if I catch a big enough... Uh, what do you call those things when you have those interruptions of your daily life? Uh, means- an epiphany. I caught a big enough epiphany <laughs> to measure it and call up the epiphany you know, hotline. I caught a big one. You know, and it lasted eight hours. It was like, it wasn't just a dark night of the soul, it was a dark night and day of the soul. So, okay, so now, all right, now i verified something. To who? Who are we still pledging allegiance to? The imaginary, persistent image that the mental state holds as us. To me, this is the antithesis of experience, the message. The message of non-duality has nothing to do with an experience, except that it will influence all your experiences, but it will never be cast as an experience, ever. It's just the mind moves. Yeah? It moves out of one little yogic posture, I, me, my, and opens up, and then realizes it doesn't want to do any more asanas, <laughs> in some cases. <laughs> you know what I mean? ha, ha, ha. And then what happens? You go to coffee, fucking... It's like, in a way, if you want an experience, I wouldn't come here. I wouldn't. Like most people who've seen me for years, they've never gotten a fucking thing. They haven't. And I have no experience when this is happening. None. I wish I could do something that I could mine something out of it. But no, it's just like... I swear it's the most vacant event that I've ever been in.
1: <laughs>
0: these talks. I swear, I'd love to fucking be able to get it. Can't make a damn fucking thing out of it. All you end up doing is holding the space for all the other shenanigans the shenanigans of this and everyone else's shenanigans. You're just there as <laughs> space. <laughs> you know? It's like whoop, none of this, no, no fireworks, it's just. You're awake to being awake, you know? I mean, it was much more fun having experiences. I'd love to drop some ayahuasca and be in a Peruvian jungle and see aliens. I would. I would love for the mothership to come here. Even if I missed it, at least I had the experience of your mothership coming. None of that, no, nothing. You know? It's just like incessant onness. <laughs> it's like, I don't think electricity would really like to find itself. It'd rather find itself as an appliance, really, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> at, least,
0: at least it's making toast. I got, you know, So electricity, even though it's the power of all the appliances, it probably doesn't, it wouldn't want to have an experience of itself. Or you know, I can have an experience, or I can feel is facilitate our other experiences, like toast being made, something being heated, you know, this being dried, a blow dryer, whatever. But you know, electricity with electricity is so fucking what? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it's like. It's like I, the new math. If I could have changed my name, it would be Sri So What. I wanted to go the Chinese route with what so, but I'm <laughs> fucking so what, really? Three so what? Sri <laughs> so what says, eh. <laughs> But see, once you start getting weaned off of something, you see how strong... Uh, influence it was. Man. We're addicted to experiences here. Not us. The mental state is totally addicted to experiences. Totally addicted. Yeah? It is. It's a, it wants to change, the, let's say, the subtleties or the refinements or the quality of experience, but it doesn't want to be action of experience. Yeah? I don't mean just the experience of going to the bathroom, waking up, you know, making tea, doing that. That unless it's construed as a spiritual path, it's not going to be that fucking interesting. Really, it isn't. Yeah, if you had like a robe that went with that practice or a community that did it, you would still it would be a little better than just waking up and having that same experience. But why not, you know, to me have experience have you seen the fundamental quality of experience? It comes and goes, yeah. You can't You can't make anything out of it, even a memory is totally subject to interpretation, yes? Don't you believe memories get changed? You ever get together with friends that you all did the same thing one night and then you go back there and you've been telling a story that you were the driver of the getaway car for twenty years and then my friend Paul Collins says, no, I was the driver of it. And then what? Throws your whole little story out. And everyone has their own little take. And usually they were the main culprit, you know, <laughs> of, the, of your bed. Like when have people have those reincarnations, they're never like a shoe cobbler. They're usually Marie Antoinette or some, you know, some important fucking person. They're not like, oh yeah, you make shoes for people. What? <laughs> We don't want to hear that, do we? We want to. We want to be special somehow. What is that that wants to be special? Are you that? If you're not that, you won't be beholden to it, and it will dry up. Yeah, it's not going to stop because it's not you. You don't have a say in the matter. It's the programming, but without its, without the interest, without your interest in it, it weakens it dramatically. If you see. What would happen if the camera just kept projecting memories and then the light that was illuminating all the memories was withdrawn, which you are the light. Yeah. Then maybe the incredible interest in being the camera, like I'm a Nikon, I'm better than you, you're a Kodak, and all this shit, you know, maybe that would lose interest and you would just realize you're the light that's moving through all the cameras. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe would you know your Nikon is taken care of? It's got a good clean lens, but you're not fucking worshiping at a Nikon, you know, temple. Yeah, you're just just an ordinary jemoke you know, holding the space because that's what we are. We're not even holding space; we are space, really. So. We always go this way because a lot of people have beautiful presentations of what we are. Well, one thing I believe many of us miss is that there is a heist that happens very quickly in the mental state. The selfing comes up in about 500th of a second. And what the selfing does is when you're there ready to get your experience, it catches it first and makes it something. And whatever comes out, it catches it first and makes it something. And without seeing that burglar there it really will become a shadow or cast a very strong shadow with all your activities because life has now been captured and turned into an interpretation the mental state is having instead of the event called life is happening. Now life is seen as happening to you. Not as spirit, but as this body. So this is just a humble warning. Just just maybe that which you take yourself to be isn't what you are. Maybe there's a doppelganger that has replaced you. There's a substitute that has replaced you. It's living on your, on the juice that you are, but that juice is being diverted to different ends while it goes through the sense of you. Yeah. Just maybe. So maybe if your life is not, if you're not happy or there's a disquiet or like Buddhism would say there's that malaise, that suffering, that feeling of something's not right, it may be that somehow you've been displaced in a way. Seemingly. Meaning it appears only to be true or false to you. It can never happen, but it can seem to happen. And I would say how that gets produced is with this identification as self and its activity of claiming whatever you call your life is. Claiming the thoughts as being the thinker, claiming feelings as being the feeler, claiming actions as being the actor, claiming the body as being my body, you know, claiming time to be my time, claiming problems to be my problems, claiming girlfriends or boyfriends to be my, my girlfriend, my boyfriend. See the difference. When something is just what it is, let's say girlfriend, And maybe you're having a great time. This happened to me many times. You're having a really great time with this woman. And then, one day, the mental state christens her as your girlfriend. Maybe without even her aware of... of, She's not even aware that you're her girlfriend. (laughs) But she's your girlfriend. But now it's my girlfriend. Suddenly, there's urges and things that occur that you feel a need to know what your girlfriend is doing Pretty much at all times.
1: <laughs>
0: so you may even follow your girlfriend home after the date, just to see if she's seeing anyone else. Maybe because that wouldn't be right if my girlfriend was seeing anyone else. Girlfriend, maybe mine. No. Yeah? yeah. You don't see that example of the influence of mine in one little event? Can you imagine how many events happen a day in you that that is influencing? <clears throat> That's the burglar. That's the thief. That's the thief that tells you you need a security system when it's in the house with you. So now you get locked in with it. <laughs> None of what you do protects it. It's already inside. It was standing behind you when you put the password in <laughs> the it thing. It's it's like <laughs> I'm going to protect you from all those thieves while you're with the thief.
1: Yeah.
0: the thief that's already seemingly robbed you every day does it feel the same way when you were a kid didn't you have wonder and awe and abundance I wasn't in an abusive situation was I looking for wonder and awe it was coming out of me things were, were teasing it out of me all the time, what happened oh I gotta, I gotta get used to real life you don't have to lose all that it's just to be here I don't know I'm just happy that we uh, get this opportunity to share and some good news I it may not sound good to that which you're not I would hope it doesn't I think it should really irritate it because it doesn't want to be solved of experience it does not it does not it wants to be relevant it wants to be right it wants to be special yeah and this doesn't really lend itself to that true non- non-duality is just not two yeah? if there's not you and me there's just that yeah? if there's not this or that there's just that that Whatever. Yeah. So. I had much more experiences better experiences when I was meditating in Thailand I mean I have incredible spiritual experiences after 13 hours of meditating, I saw mandalas come alive and moving and everything. Oh, fuck, that was awesome. How am I, what can I do? I go home and see my roommates now, and they never even ask me what happened, that's all.
1: <laughs>
0: Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happened. Seriously, it's much more exciting, you know, being fucked and then surrendering than to be surrendered. Surrendered is boring. You're just totally clear on certain points that you don't fuck around with anymore. Something happened, something occurred, the mind shifted. Now it's not in the experiential realm of getting, having and losing and all that drama. And it's, you write books about it. This is like you can't even write a book about this. It'd be like, you know, you're not that. And if you're really interested in incredibly inf- complex, interesting information about that go to page 68 and 68 would be barren nothing on there
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would love to do that with books and then see how many 68 pages would you go to and you'd say alright there's a profound message on page 128 <laughs> oh, it's empty
1: <laughs>
0: how many times the reader would fall for it because of that mm, yes experience ah we want to get better this, this is unbearable I just won't say it because I don't want to lose the possibility of getting a date today this is unbearable I fucking hate this fucking <laughs> <laughs> so that's it I know most of you won't come back and that's fine <laughs> I sort of like that anyway just keep sending me money every month that's I mean. then we can cut me and you out totally go on the retreat from Paul You haven't even signed up. Go to the retreat from Paul. I guarantee that you'll feel the presence when I'm not around you. So if you miss me this weekend, and then you'll say, oh, I feel so much better by his absence in my life, there you go. And I'll send you a DVD of testimonials of ex-girlfriends that will swear they feel the presence by me not being in their lives. So send me a check, and I make sure I will not run into you this weekend. (laughs) <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds absurd but people going $60,000 to go on a retreat you don't think that's absurd? Think? and then dying in a sweat $60,000 and they actually paid $60,000 to die a couple of them died in a the sweat they had a heart attack two or three of them yeah I would have killed them for less. <laughs> 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 oh, we're over, I guess. Yeah, we're passing the basketball. That's my signal. That's right. That's just